0: Heyo, Johnny Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and welcome to Team Engineered. If you're looking to lead a team of engineers or engineer your team for greatness, tune in now with your podcast hosts Jade Green and Kyle Probert, and be prepared to ignite. Good afternoon, everyone, and good afternoon, Jade. How are you on this wonderful day?
1: I am amazing, sparkly.
0: Yeah, I have to admit my week did start pretty good. So I have had a pretty smooth sort of a week. You know, I got to have a really good surf on Monday morning. I came back to some pretty cool news. (laughs) I came back, I had messages about some pretty good news. And, you know, it's been a pretty good week. Um, I don't know if it's been greatly productive, but it has been a pretty good week. (laughs)
1: Lucky you have other people to keep the wheels in motion <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it has been hard so i am quarantining loosely with a with a kitty so um you know one kitty having to quarantine away from the world is um is hard and yeah they they need a lot of attention so just gotta relax into that and let it all happen
1: yeah yeah it's, uh, I did see you making some pretty good airplanes just then, though. Some good paper oh, oh, airplanes. Just, just yeah. before
0: we kicked off, I was uh, making a paper airplane. That's that's our silent messaging service, so that um, you know we can send messages across the room silently, like which that it. works all right. We do have I to do like a bit it. of work on the structural integrity of hers, though. <laughs>
1: needs some engineering.
0: It needs some engineering. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, today we are talking about give them a reason to put their pants on. Yeah. yeah, I so, have got pants on. Are you wearing pants? I have got pants on. Oh, he I does have up his donut enough. pants on. There we go. Yeah.
1: He's got the donut pants. We were, just, uh, we were just we were just, talking before about how I, uh, I've learned my lesson about not wearing my pants because <laughs> when I like to be outside doing presentations, sometimes I'm wearing my bodysuit. It's very Jane Fonda style. But the other day when I was presenting, someone asked if my background was real. And I turned around to show them that the fence was real. <laughs> Luckily, I only got I only got to about here, and then went. Oh. Yes, so, yes,
0: fence, it is all real. It is.
1: <laughs> so now we've now, course,
0: now I put my
1: pants on before I get on Zoom.
0: <laughs> there's plenty of uh, people who've been caught out in uh, in Zoom meetings and all of that sort of stuff, and um, not thinking about it. Now, of course. I have, I am, I am dressed for, you know, the normal work stuff on top and I am party down the bottom. So the party at the
1: bottom.
0: (laughs) And I would not go to work dressed like this, but I can get away with it on this, this screen as we are. So give them a reason to put their pants back on. Now I have to say, I have actually enjoyed getting around in board shorts for the last couple of months. And, um, I'm not really looking forward to actually getting the whole uniform back on and yeah.
1: Last couple of months. I think there was like this time last year we were doing, uh, doing podcasts and i had i had a top on but i had only bikini bottoms still i was like still dripping wet you <laughs> know my biggest concern was whether my my hair was going to drip on my white shirt and give <laughs> give the game away make it see
0: through <laughs> <laughs> yeah like and, and shoes like you know i haven't had uh, to wear shoes like what's, yeah. what's this whole thing about shoes i mm-hmm. i uh last week i had to go to Steel site yeah, I put the steel caps on for a day and it's like, what are these big heavy things? What's that all about? So, yeah. Um, but of course, you know, this is, a, it's a, actually a problem as we start to get people coming back into the workforce, um, you know, here in Australia, certainly we're we're really only just starting to get back to, um, you know, encouraging people back into the workforce. And and it's been, um, you know, for some people, it's been 600, 700 days of, you know, working remotely. So, you know, this is, wow. we're, we're now into, holy dooly, what the hell? I've got to put pants and shoes on. How the hell do I tie my shoelaces?
1: Yeah, what the hell? I, I just, for, just for novelty the other day, I had to put shoes on to, to go and see a client. So I was like, fuck it, I'm wearing heels. And then I realized <laughs> that due to traffic, I needed to ride my push bike. So we now have Michael Kors cycling shoes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And because they've got a massive heel on them, if you turn the pedal sideways, they clip in just like a cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> I got three toots. Three toots. <laughs> toot toot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I feel that was a photo opportunity. That was. Um, it, yeah.
1: Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have D Rock yet. I really need a D Rock uh because there's many moments like that that i'm i had my lunch bag I, I don't know i should send you the video i had my lunch bag on the side of my bike and everything in my in my surfboard holder uh Perfect. yeah there is many a moment that i am girly girl up top and tomboy underneath. yep
0: <laughs> <laughs> so of, of course as we start to encourage people back into the workplace we find that We've got, to, we've got to go through a bit of a shift. You know, what what we were doing is most definitely not going to be the case. And whether that's physical or, you know, cultural type stuff, the things that were going on six months ago, 12 months ago, t- two years ago are definitely not the way we should be operating now. And everyone's going to go through that, that storming stage, you know, when we talk about groups coming together, the storming before we, we get together, we've got to go through the friction.
1: Yeah hundred percent. So the thing is, there's so many people that are going, do you know what? Like th- this was literally me when I had to ride the other day, because I was just like, I looked at the traffic and it was shit. And then I was like, Oh, commute. I forgot what it was like to commute. <laughs> uh, and, and then, and then commute in the rain. as well it's like I have to go between like my umbrella was turned inside out and I'm just like uh my hair's ruined I literally Uh, didn't even put my mascara on because I knew that my makeup was going to get trashed so I was like don't and I was thinking I like when I lived in Sydney the commute you weren't going very far, but it'd take you for fucking ever. And like yep. trying to walk up, walking up George Street from uh, Circular Quay, the that wind gush up George or or Pitt Street. It was just the norm. Like that's that's yep. what it was like. And people are used to not having to do that anymore. Like
0: yeah,
1: it it's cozy in here.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to put my and, pants on. <laughs>
1: and, and my jammie pants is. Uh, the elastic is nice and soft, so not like this, not, not this big belt button-up shirts and stuff <laughs> or steel caps. So, yeah, like we're, when we're talking about businesses wanting to go back to normal, you've really got to think about, you've got to give your people a reason to put their pants back on yeah, and, and come to the office, come and be a part of the team.
0: Yeah. And, and it might be that that's not full-time again. You know, it might be that that you now totally turn it all upside down. So I know you just touched on it. We spoke in one of our last podcasts about, um, you know, the commute and, and people not wanting to do the commute anymore. And I know part of my team, you know, 12 months ago, 18 months ago, if you'd said to them, you have to work from home unless you have to be here, they'd have freaked out. And, I can't fucking do it. Like, do you know how many children hard. are
1: in that place? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but now... <laughs> Tell them that they've got to come to the office and it's like, oh fuck, what can I do to not be there? Yeah. Like, can can we can it yeah, wire something? Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> so can I group this it, together into stuff that
0: <laughs> do it all together on and, one day? And it is a complete shift, not only as an organization, but but for individuals as well, where they certainly felt like in the past they couldn't possibly make it work. But now I can't imagine life any other way. Mm.
1: Well you were even saying you were sad that you know you got you you started to really enjoy homeschooling connecting with the kids <laughs> at the beginning of it I was like oh my god
0: and and it <laughs> was I, I was quite worried about it right at the start was you know like how am i going to keep on top of everything and you know it was a bit of angst and i just made the decision that i was going to enjoy it you know it was mm. it was an opportunity to have time with the kids that i wasn't going to get you know like as a working parent it doesn't matter you, you don't often get the chance to have you know, no. day in day out with the kids and actually see what they're getting up to and, and be a part of their learning journey and all of that so I, I really really enjoyed it and and I know that i made the mistake of mouthing off about it publicly and all of that sort of stuff just to have my resolve <laughs> tested with a isolation the, event and no, alas yeah you
1: know, <laughs> I told you, two... you you are a powerful <laughs> manifester
0: <laughs> it's been nearly two weeks <sighs> and, I, and I've been isolated with one of the kiddies because they were a close contact but you know it's still really nice time as much as it's frustrating that it's happened you know resetting the mindset and going well actually this can be a really good thing it's not it's not necessarily well into the future Um, and I don't know that I'd take it on continuously I think it's nice that they're going back to school for you do now (laughs) yeah well, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think I worked out that um, Kiralee goes back for two weeks and then she's on Christmas holidays. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yeah. the year's over. <laughs> the year is over. <laughs> We're not that far. But it, it's been a big shift and, and everyone's going through this shift. And one of the other things that, that everyone's been able to work out for themselves is that, you know, they probably working the best kitted out office they've ever, ever been in because they've designed it themselves, they're allowed to have exactly how they want it. Yeah. There's, there's no consideration of everyone else. Yeah. And you know, I've, I've got the beach just here where I can, I can nick off to the beach instead of being 30 minutes away or, you know, it, it can be that you're sitting in the man cave at the bar mm-hmm. that, you know, normally you'd only get to use on a Saturday and a Friday night, but now it's like, yeah. well, I actually really enjoy this space. I get I to use space. it. Yeah. And, and I feel you know it makes me feel really really good to be sitting here even if i'm working so yeah you know, now i'm getting all this extra time in this space that i really like that i created so that's that's one of the key things is that everyone's designed their own space now that they've got to come back to the bland boring office
1: yeah so and, and that's something really to think about though because some people are super heavily affected by environment i'm massively massively affected by environment and i didn't actually realize how badly until so uh one of the recruitment officers i had in sydney um looked over the harbour bridge and the opera house so i could sit at my desk during the day and if i got fucked off with someone i could just look out the window and see the opera house it was great <laughs> um had the commute not so great but i could see water i could see expanse i wasn't looking at other buildings we had like we had the whole floor of the building. So, you know, bright bright lights all the way, like we had windows all the way around. So it was light and beautiful. Um, Then when I got my own office, I wanted to move into the, right into the middle of the city because we had dramas with attracting people who wouldn't come across the bridge. And it's like, it's a kilometer, people. Another (laughs) Whole nother conversation. But we got a nice office right in the middle of Pitt street. And like, it's in the buzzing place but we had windows, but it was dark because there was other buildings all around us. And I literally, I, I just started, I felt like I lost myself. We even had a, a massive, I have a um, a 3.2 meter blind that was made for the boardroom because looking out of the boardroom window was just not cool. Like it just wasn't cool. So <laughs> it, it just was better to drop a beautiful Um, branded blind over it, obviously that cut the light. And I really do feel like it had a severe impact on my mental health to the point that we were like, that's it. When we can get out of this lease, we're closing, we're getting out of the lease and we're going to move to WeWork because they built an atrium in the middle of the, um, of their warehouse. And it was like just so just a way better environment. So we really do need to consider that environment is something that can heavily affect people's flow state and their mm-hmm. energy and and how they operate and what because there is this new norm what might have been okay before might seriously unsettle people moving forward so it is a consideration that you should have and and thinking about this a lot of businesses people didn't feel free to even decorate their space your guys completely off completely different right brock's got a sick collection of toys and all sorts of <laughs> random stuff. Uh, Hayden's got some beautiful hand-drawn
0: artwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, the boys do put up their own artwork around the place. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they put up some very masculine artwork.
0: Um, <laughs> and and right? I've got a butterfly up in my office. And you that, have a butterfly
1: um, in your office. But of a the lot kids of kids other do. places, people don't feel... They can they can make it their own space, some people's hot desk as well. And so it yep. doesn't feel like home. So you really do need to think about what else you could do. What how else could you make the, if you got want them coming back into the office, how else can you make it more inviting to them, more like theirs, more like they have some control over their piece of pie, so to speak.
0: Yep. Yeah, and, and not just the, the physical, but also the, the, the cultural or the, the non-tangible things like having conversations and encouraging conversations with each other. Um, mm. It's super important that as we bring our teams back in, that we actually encourage them to talk to each other and spend time, mm. you know, not not go back. Now, we were rapping about the 90s earlier and, you know, in the 90s, it was get in city and shut up, do you friggin' work? Now, we don't want that. As much as it feels like taking a step backwards, you know, encouraging people to talk to each other. Actually, you know, what what was going on? How What did you do when you were at home? You know, mm. did you do the washing in the middle of the day? What pants, what were your favourite pants? Pajama pants, like it's super important that we encourage, um, you know, connection because what, you know it's really, really easy to jump on a Zoom and go, okay, so here's what we're doing and we're right, okay, and yep, right, everyone done, yeah, good, bye. We don't do that though. What? What the That's hell? That's story was in for the another. Back- what did Jade have in the background there? Is that a new <laughs> surfboard? Like, I didn't get a chance to ask. And so, you know, as a, as a team leader whether that you, yeah, manager, or whoever you are, it's important to start asking those questions and paying attention to the little things mm-hmm. and encouraging everyone else to do the same thing because um, without that connection and without fostering that connection, it's just going to be this really tense bubble.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I did a talk on this the other day, um, specifically to a group of Melbourne people because they were coming out of lockdown and they, was, they were talking about all these memes Jeez. Oh, Cheers. Yes. Um, and they specifically asked me to come and talk about give them a reason put the pants back on but they were talking about like all of these memes of like people forgetting that they're back in the office and they're like they just turn around and then realize this is not zoom i just yawn in front of a real person uh so they didn't but on zoom they could just they could they could turn their camera off or step off camera but they're, like, in the meeting going,
0: yeah, I can just oh, step over here and...
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm really on it. I'm, I'm definitely not a sociopath. Um, or, like, think they could mute something. Or, like, worse, like, farting out loud. Or, like, doing just, like...
0: Oh, hang all on. all these
1: things that, that... And I don't know. Some of them are memes. Some of them I'm definitely sure happened. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> but people will have forgotten a little bit how to connect and it, it, the impact will be quadrupled when they are physically in person, not talking to each other and just in their own head or doing their own thing. Or like, think about this people. If they haven't been running huddles like we do where we, where we do do connection first and we do keep the conversation going about what's going on at home. Like what's what TV show are you binge watching, like, <laughs> we, like just still keeping that human connection. A lot of teams haven't been doing that and it's going to be, Like, think about how scary it'll be. It'd be like going from year six to year seven, right? You've gone away. You've been on school holidays. You might know some of the people, but then you come (laughs) back and your mate who used to be the same height as you is now a whole foot taller, right? Someone's gone through puberty or wider. They've gone through puberty. They don't (laughs) sound the same anymore. Like, and you, you, there's been all these shifts and you don't. So you're scared, or yeah. you're not used to it, or you're if you're in, uh, an introvert, you might hold back, and it feels awkward to be the one to initiate. And oh, maybe yeah. they'll think I'm not working if I'm talking. Like this is where yeah. it's the job of the leaders, like human connection. Like I don't, I don't, I think we've talked about this before, Carl. We know I'm a bit are I've got my feathers on, um, but I I honestly believe that we're souls here having a human experience. And the human experience is about connection right mm. and we know that that uh the human needs tell us that connection is one of the key things so even introverts want connection they just don't want to be too out there about it right they're still looking <laughs> for connection maybe yeah. just one-on-one little bits at a time they might want to <laughs> problem solved by themselves but they still want to connect with another human so right. you it's your job as a leader to Figure out how you can create the connection that's authentic and real and that serves your people and it helps create that. We, I think, in the last episode, we talked about psychological safety and security. Yep. They're coming in, the VUCA is there, coming back to work, interacting with people they're not used to. Whole lot of shits change. They may not have seen someone for years. Do you know what I mean? Like the stories they're telling themselves, the, there's so much there. You want to see what you can do to start facilitating conversations, start getting people to know each other again. We know that some of the biggest problems we have with team cohesion or getting shit done or team conflict and and that is because the people don't know each other as people.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And when you can humanize each other, and talk about it, and understand the other profiles, and how they how they hear, and all those things. That's where we can dissolve those issues. You had something, and I just kept talking. Sorry, it's all I good. I was
0: just gonna, I was just gonna take half a step backwards. So
1: you got your pants on, though, the, so you can step back from the camera. Explain. I
0: can step backwards. I've still got. <laughs> so one of the big issues with um, the current generation of kids, teens um, that are communicating digitally, is that they they're not developing and and this is a this is actually a problem they're not developing empathy the skills of empathy because unless you're actually in front of someone and that you're seeing the movements feeling the vibration feeling the energy you're not developing the empathy for i said this and this happened and you know amplified a thousand times when it's a text message, but even on video, yeah. you're not you're not getting it. So now what we've got is we've got a, a workforce that might not have actually been face-to-face for six months, 12 months, two years, that now actually has to relearn the skills of empathy so that they can mm. apply them. And, and reading non-verbal. Not, and not beat each other up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <literally>. you know, <laughs> yawning, yawning in front of someone, you know, I, I used to be able to just step over here and... <laughs> I could Stop
1: do that. <laughs> I'm not now, associating that. Now,
0: now I have to be a lot more mindful of that because, know yeah, mm-hmm. that, that gives the person I'm in front of a very different message to what I actually intend. <laughs> what do you?
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, maybe yeah. I did mean it and I need to hide it from them.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. But reading nonverbal cues um, and when we're, like, if we're on Zoom, especially someone's watching a Zoom screen that's got, m- like, multiple people on it and you're tiny weenie. You don't see the the facial cues. You don't see the things. Um, And so it it is a a huge skill that we need to relearn um, and that we need to bring back into practice for our people. Um, What do you think some of the things are that we can do to facilitate connection and conversation?
0: I think the most important thing is actually leading it. And, and having the conversations yourself, it's really, really easy to, and, and I know I do it, I'm, I'm guilty of it at times too, where I walk into the office and, um, you yeah, know, my days, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back to just hide them for a sec. And, you know, I, my days already started because, you know, I'm up and I'm going early in the morning. So by the time I get into the office, I've probably been working for a few hours dealt with the kids got the kids off to school now i'm into the office and i'm i'm already in full stride like i'm i'm going 100 100 miles an hour and i'm in full stride and you know it's now been two weeks since i've been in the office and i've forgotten to you know talk to everyone and say oh shit when when did you get that haircut or you're growing a beard now (laughs) or yeah just those little things so it's really important as a leader to actually think brox mullet's
1: grown two inches while you've been gone I got him to show me
0: the other day. It's, it's long. That thing's impressive. It's a, it's a monster mullet. I, I think you should get impressive. a mullet. impressive. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's just important with anything to lead. And um, I, was, I was listening to a podcast talking about having the fun stuff in the office. And, you know, for us, it's we've got the basketball ring outside and all that sort of stuff. And, no, the rim, you know,
1: the rim de destroyed it. <laughs> oh, the new one arrives today.
0: The new one turns up. But the thing is, is that if I don't, if I don't go out there and engage and, and join in every now and again, it becomes a guilt thing. And everyone sort of goes, oh, you know, I can't, I don't want to go and be seen doing that because I, I feel guilty about it. Or, you know, yeah, if, if you've the got story a. They tell themselves. Yeah, if, if there's table tennis, if there's a pool table, if there's you know if there's just a nice place to go and sit outside and do some work, mm. if you'd never ever seen to use it, then everyone just goes, oh yeah, oh, I can't do that. That's I learned
1: I learned this lesson the hard way. So I used to have a rule that on Friday afternoons, beer, beer o'clock started at two thirty, and at three thirty we turned off the internet, so that <laughs> so that everyone had go home, right? So I would do that. And encourage everyone out the door, but then they all knew that I stayed, <laughs> and then people would start coming back, and they yep. thought that I was testing them. <laughs> and that didn't come out until it didn't come out until the performance review. Like someone thought I was. They really did think I was testing them. Yep. And the when I used no, to say like I go outside to fuck and eat lunch. Some I really just want to be here by myself, um, legitimately, um, but also like eating lunch. They. People stopped having lunch breaks because I'd eat at my desk yep. and keep working. So then they thought that I would judge them for doing it. Now I did it mm. because I went to training before and after work. So I had my fix of outside and I needed to get some stuff done so I could get training. But all <laughs> they saw was oh, I, if the leader isn't doing it, the boss yep. isn't doing it, they're going to judge me for doing it. Yep. So we've talked about this before. What you do is who you are. Like really. <laughs> Uh, it, it can be a bit unfortunate like no no i genuinely i can keep using all my words to tell you that i genuinely want you to do this but all they saw was you don't do it so you you don't really want me to it, do that it, no.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah now so i i think the most important one is, is actually doing the things so what it, whatever it is, is is actually leading it now you did hide sort of show up the the cards there so now um, yeah, we do use in in our team, and you use in your call, your coaching calls, is the best self cards, and um, they do cause a little PTSD at times. Every
1: client has bought them. Even the PTSD <laughs> boys have their own boxes now, and I didn't get them for them. Worse, I sometimes I ordered some to, to give as presents to my clients, and then they then as soon as I'd order them, they're like. Guess what I got?
0: And I'm like, oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so the, the key there is anyone that's listening that wants to buy the best self cards, Jade's got a stock of them. <laughs> yeah, call me. Now, the, the cards are a whole heap of different topics just to encourage some conversation and deeper thought. Now, some of them are very confronting and depending on your team, you may need to pare it back just a little bit. Now, I can't actually read that. I'm
1: not going to pick that up.
0: Oh, there, there you is. go. If, if you could only leave your children one life lesson, what would it be? Now, that's, that's a pretty tame one. That's a pretty good one to sort of share. Yeah, that one's with, good. That one just comes through. You know. <laughs> but what, it, what that does is it encourages people to talk outside of work, you know, like away from. No, don't bring that one out because that one looks like it's one of the dangerous ones. Yeah, this is one um, of the describe- ones we
1: use on Friday Reflection describe a time when describe. you were your own worst enemy and the amount of people's faces that go like this like oh oh
0: <laughs> which time
1: this is this is this is the ptsd box not the baby box so we have a nicer box
0: there there is a nice one but it's just encourage it's just a More way to get people talking about things um outside of what they normally would and um one of our last one of my previous staff Kayla we we bought her the box so that she could start having conversations with everyone without feeling like oh I'm going to ask an awkward question they're all going to feel silly you know what we said to her was here's the box pull a card out at lunchtime and ask the question and we expect you to do it
1: <laughs> it's it like the the teams that I do it with have said that it's been one of the biggest uh, Help us to their communication within their team, out of everything, and even to the point that when I did a session last week, so usually we do one round and then we have to get to it because we're on a time frame. We're trying to pack a lot in, and the the owner was like, "No, no, we're doing two rounds each." I'm like, "You're the one that's on the time frame right now," and he's like, <laughs> "No, it's it because it is the thing that makes made the biggest difference in their executive team." was openly sharing and getting to know each other and having that connection was more important than any of the training that I was going to download onto them that day. Because from that, they, they can connect and understand each other. They don't have the stories they're telling themselves, but also they know how to help each other better because they just know who the human is. And it's just, it's just so beautiful to watch it's great yep. because it's uncomfortable as fuck to start with. If you go with a hard deck, um, <laughs> but don't be mean that no, there is the baby deck, um, but it's, we've got the little, like, I, I think, do you have little talk as well?
0: I haven't got little talk.
1: Oh, so there's a, we've got little talk for the kids. So every um, dinner time we get little talk out and we do little talk at dinner. So there's a um, just, you know, just a, so it's not like, how was your day? How was school? Like it's, yep. it's real conversations Um, because I think the art of conversation has been lost like over time because of devices, because of like, yes, those things, the devils, I mean, the phones, Um, right. We just, we've forgotten how to ask questions.
0: Some of the responses I get from my teenagers, I just want to reach out and slap them.
1: (laughs) Not allowed to do that anymore.
0: With their phones, like the and I know, and it's just, it's a short message. It's a text message. They're just, it's just the response, but like some of the messages, like I'm going to slap you with your phone. If you talk to me like that, like fair dinkum. Mm.
1: <laughs> so just on that though, Charlotte would tell you that we need to understand the generational style of communication because they are used to texting and short message. So, and this is, this is something Charlotte to understand. Says that team, a little bit
0: younger than us.
1: Just <laughs> only a little bit. I am old enough to be her mom. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm old enough to be her mum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, of oh, course, I say that. No. and As, as no. I say that she says that because she's young. She's also very wise and she is actually very correct in that, that it is, a, it is a generational thing. And I'm sure our parents would have probably reached out and slapped us with the newspaper if they'd had the chance. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah but this this is something that like we do need to remember especially if our team's been distributed some people don't talk on zoom all day they've been just typing away on things so they they their practice and their skill of actually communicating and asking quality questions and connecting could be completely lost so I really feel like the number one thing that business leaders need to do, so team leaders, even just you as a human should be trying to be a leader in your orbit, right? Every human. If you can think about how you can connect on a human level and make that your number one priority every day you go to work, then the difference that you're going to have in your experience within your team within your business, within the happiness of your day is going to be exponentially changed, right? And I'm, I'm doing a whole thing. Actually, I don't know if you were on the call the other day, Kyle, but it's something that I've really latched onto and you'll love it. We've been talking about me making the journal. I've actually drawn it.
0: Oh, it's been sketched.
1: Things. It's been sketched. But a um a little template that you can use before you have a meeting with anyone, right? And but And I mean anyone like... Your partner even at dinner. But sitting down and going, okay, what is the what is the meeting? What is the event? What is the painted picture of success for me at the end of this interaction? And what do I want them to think, feel, say, and do once they've finished interacting with me? Imagine that we went into everything with that intention, thinking about what is it, okay, what is the actual outcome that I'm looking for
0: here? (laughs) Yep.
1: Right? with intention? And what do I want them to think, feel, say, and do once they've left an interaction with me? Even if we just say, okay, for you returning to work in two weeks, right? You're getting to the, getting to the threshold and we know for you guys, it's showtime bitches before we walk in, (laughs) right? So you say showtime bitches and you think, okay, every person that I'm going to see before I get to my office, what do I want them to think, feel, say, and do? Because not to throw you under the bus, but you have, and you just admitted it before. Sometimes <laughs> you've been busy working and you're in the zone. You're just like, got to get to the desk, got a million fucking things to do, running five minutes late <laughs> because I had to fix a kid, blah, blah, blah. And you forget to say hello to people on the way past. Yep. Right. But if, even if the, I want them to think, oh, Kyle saw me, I'm here. <laughs> like, yep. I, 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 I mean something. And he doesn't hate um, me. Yeah, they want you want them to feel like you care and you don't hate them because sometimes they're like the, the story they've told themselves is that you're pissed off at them when you're not, right? Uh think feel say you want them to say, good morning, Kyle. <laughs> and do wave or high five, because we talked about yep. high fiving, right? And if you actually just mentally check that before you walk in the door, imagine the different, different experience everyone's gonna have. Because yeah. we know, we know the ripple effect of when you've walked in, in that mode and the story they tell themselves is Kyle's pissed off at me, he's had a bad day. Oh my God, is the business closing? Wait, am I getting fired today? <laughs> right? The big the and then the spiral, the spiral, the shame spiral the shitstorm spiral that starts to happen, <laughs> and the lack of productivity that follows on from that. And then someone yeah. snaps at another person, then they ring me and they're like, oh my God, this guy's such a dick. <laughs> I'm like what the fuck happened? Just because one person didn't say hello, you
0: guys
1: need to like what? <laughs> but it, it but literally it can be like that. It can be like that.
0: Yep, yeah, and, and as a as a team leader, it's probably it's counterintuitive to think. Well, I've actually got to slow down so that my team can go faster. And even though you might have a thousand things that you actually have to do, by you slowing down, <laughs> as yeah, You might be doing this and the monkey's running fast, but you've got to slow down. The rest of your team will go a lot faster and you might actually be able to ditch some of the things that you don't want to do.
1: Well, I just want you to think about this. What if you're coming down the street at Sandown doing 100Ks an hour, you're about to hit the hairpin and you don't decide to downshift and slow down? <laughs> I can tell you what happens. You go around and around and around and around and around.
0: <laughs> was, was that in the little orange one?
1: It was in the little orange one, yes. Um, so <laughs> what was even better is I went round and around and around. My ex-husband was watching. You can't see the corner, but then apparently over the um, loudspeaker, you hear someone call for the, for the tow truck because a lotus punched a wall. On two. <laughs> and you don't see me because we're sitting in a pile of dust uh, waiting to get out of it. I didn't punch the wall clearly. Uh, yeah. But he, 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 he saw me coming in hot down that, that straight. and <laughs>
0: oh. uh,
1: Yeah. So you, sometimes you need to downshift, you need to slow down and then no one to hit the accelerator, which is the correct places at the apex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I know it's a really hard one to sort of think about, you know, bringing people back in, giving them a reason to put their pants back on And We've sort of talked about a few different things. There's a thousand things that you need to do to encourage your team back into your office. Um, maybe one so- of them is putting your own pants on, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's also the, the number one thing is, connection. So connecting with the team, encouraging the team to connect and then leading all that stuff. So that may mean slowing down yourself and leading them into some more connection with each other.
1: I'm going to leave with one more thing on that. I'm going to say, if you're not all back up in the office just yet, start doing these connection things now so that it doesn't feel so strange when they come in, in terms of they don't feel like they're coming into strangers. Start adding in some of this stuff into your Zoom calls and your team meetings. What are you giggling at now?
0: I'm just having a laugh because I'm going, you can sort of go, okay, here's the card and they can go Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while they're on zoom. They can't do that in the yeah.
1: office. No, they can't do that. <laughs> and they do do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Jay's right. Start the connection process now so that when you do get back into the office, these funny questions, these funny conversations don't feel quite so funny. Um, but, just remember, look after your team as you come back, lead them well, and you'll get back on track pretty quick.
1: Love it. Awesome. Thanks so much again for today, Kyle. Uh, Have
0: an awesome I'm afternoon.
1: I can't remember what the next episode is going to be about. Maybe you haven't decided. Stick, ah, come back. It's going to be amazing.
0: The, the next episode oh, is slap, slap them on the, the ass. Yeah, oh,
1: baby. Well, pat them on the ass, not slap them on the butt.
0: Pat him on the ass. Well, you can slap them too. So we'll leave that hanging for everyone to think about. We'll see There's you your might
1: drop moment. <laughs> put your pants, put your ba- give them a reason to put their pants back on. We're going to slap them on the ass.
0: <laughs> Enjoy That's everyone. It. See you next We're time. Bye, oh, guys.
1: Thanks for listening to the Team Engineered podcast. Are you ready to build a kick-ass team, weaponize your workforce and live an epic life? If so, connect with us at www.teamengineered.com. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to
0: podcasts.